Welcome to Booklandia, where we review romance novels. This and every episode are chock full of oversharing and spoilers. Every episode is rated E for explicit. Just mashing buttons. <laughs> but I think I mashed all the correct ones. Uh, I didn't know this was a video game podcast. <laughs> That's right, where I'm just mashing buttons Amazing. and you're watching me do it. Amazing. But, hey, it all came up. It, it did. It yes. Did. Um, in case you're not watching this, you're missing out on this hilarity yeah. of us having switched chairs. We're oh now God. in the opposite chairs from each other. I. It's one of those things where you're... you think like do we usually walk and sit on the other sides of each other i feel like yes do i usually sit on your shaved side and not your hair flippy side like that can't be really true but it feel this feels so weird it feels weird this is this is weird this is weird hello and welcome to this episode (laughs) of aclandia this is episode two of season three we are talking about red white and royal blue we are and we're sitting on the wrong sides of each other (laughs) the winder shins of podcast there we go so do be prepared for some backwardsies situation. Absolutely. Also, do admire our similar haircuts because someone went to my stylist. True story. <laughs> True story. Well, mine moved away, so it was... Jokes on her, I guess. Clearly. Yeah. Okay. So, like, h- how are you? What? It- Hi. What's life like? What are you? How? Okay. Life is absolutely madhouse. End of the year is ridiculous, both in terms of... Life outside of work and life inside of work, everything revolves around the the end of the year. And so there's this, like, today someone was like, bye, see you in the fall. And I was like, what are we even talking about? How 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 are we not? And I'm like, oh, right, because some, some people function on a nine-month schedule and we are we are there. Here, here we are, there we are. So very busy. I did get haircut, drove halfway across town to do so, but I'm very happy I've done it. So thank you. And then you were halfway to my house already. Yes. So that worked out. To the podcasting cube. Uh, To the podcasting cube. Oh, that does sound good. Or we should rename it something else and better. If you have any suggestions of names, podcasting cube is just a draft. (laughs) <laughs> how am i i agree with you the nine month thing is weird nobody puts away messages on their emails it makes me crazy things are actually kind of slowing down for me we're we're fully in summer mode and have been so for about a month so you know i'm just plotting away at season prep and like i'm just actually getting things done without fires being dropped in my lap so it's nice and then like summer hours are good and traffic is still terrible so like you know same <laughs> excellent yeah same yeah well i'm sorry and also yay sure yeah sure I'll go with both of those yeah cover uh, all the bases yes all right should we to the book <laughs> to the book to the book and so here's the cover for red white and royal blue this is the original cover of the um u.s release of the book so i imagine the uk but honestly i don't know uh yeah we don't do research (laughs) just a reminder this is not a research-based podcast also a reminder there will be spoilers oh yeah we're jumping right to the end for some of my things okay great yes same i basically ask you questions that reveal all the things yeah so in case you haven't read it yet a shut up pause go read it come back we'll see you in six hours b i think is we always have spoilers so i hope you're ready yeah that's really where i was headed yeah but also on pause don't forget to on pause i mean come back we're hilarious you know what come back and at the end of the episode 
uh, I will show you the French version of this book and it will be delightful. So how about that? It is it is worth the reveal. It is worth it. So yeah. so on, on come back on pause for for French. There you go. Yeah. Okay. The one thing that I have not been able to sort out in our podcasting new setup pod shed. What was it? Podcasting cube. 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 In the podcasting yeah. cube is how to get our timer yeah. to timer to, to show up on the screen. Yeah. So for those of you watching, enjoy the confusion. For those of you <laughs> listening, you will hear a timer just like we will. <laughs> Uh, would you like to read the, Absolutely. uh, so this is, uh, red, white, and royal blue in 30 seconds or less. All right. Three, two, one. The son of the first female identifying president of the United States accidentally has the hots for Prince he Henry, the spare son of the English monarchy. When Alex tries to come to terms with his attraction, he is also navigating his own political ambitions and his mother's bid for reelection. In a series of should they, shouldn't they, date, sleep together, keep it secret, we get to know that these two people both are at their sweetest, saddest, and horniest moments. We're not gonna, I'm not gonna get to this. Could an alliance between England and the US really prevent these two from happily ever after? Or is it just the excuse they're using instead of having to face the real feelings they have for each other? That's a very lovely blurb you wrote. Hey, you're welcome. In case it isn't abundantly clear, I am obsessed. Oh, yeah, deeply. I so sorry. I have not yet made it abundantly clear. Same Z's. Yes. So very, very obsessed with he, we. So like, I feel like we read this book right when it came out, or very soon after it came out. It definitely was the following year because okay. it was already 2020. In fact, I think it might have been my last book before the pandemic. I do oh. remember that I finished reading it on my way to you. I remember turning onto your street. Oh and getting to the wow. fireworks at the end yeah. and being like, I should drive slower because I want to get to the very last page yeah. of my audiobook. Could be completely clear on <laughs> that reading while driving, but I uh -huh. didn't make uh -huh. it sound like that was the case. It feels like this book has, I have loved this book for far longer than three years. Uh, yes, possibly. But maybe that's just the magic of it. That is... Perhaps the magic of it. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it was 2019. We did read it early, and it's like yeah. before the world knew how good it was. I right. feel like we were like the first wave mm -hmm. of this book is good. Put put away whatever you're reading and pick this one up instead. Yeah. It has in the um, eon that it's been in my life because that's what it feels like has remained in the very highest top spots for me. Whenever people want a book recommendation. This one, I never have to remember the name. I never have to remember that it's Casey McQuiston. Like, it is the shit. Yeah, I would say that I'm a little jealous because you reread it recently and I did not have the time sure. or the chance sure. to She's do so. It's been crazy. You mentioned it. Exactly. She's, oh, it's been a little crazy. But I'm like, ooh, but I want to so very badly. And yeah, right? Just just do it again. Now, having said that, I remember all yeah. of it. Yeah. And so, and that to me is a sign of a, of a five-star book for me is yeah. if I can recall really like nitty-gritty details of a book and its characters way after I've read it. And for this book, it will have been three years at least, if not more. And like, I was like, hey, yeah. remember this one thing? And it was really deep in there. So, so in case, it yes, really it was really there. deep in there. Really we will there. get to that after the break. Okay. okay, okay. All right. 
So uh, I'm going to start with my first question only if I can get my cursor over here to this place with the questions. Okay, great. So this book is set in preparation for the 2020 election in this fictional world. Yeah. What were your feelings about reading a world where you were actually rooting for a president to get reelected? I think, well, like that is the magic of this book, right? So published in 2019, we're, you know, starting to think about reelections after the Cheeto, like getting the Cheeto out of there. And this book is the fantasy. Like, what would it have been like if someone like Hillary had won? And that is like one of the levels of charm of this. The the reread of it, like it it's just so cozy. Just reread this because like I was waiting for the points that I really remember strongly, and like they happen and they're still good. And then there's coloring now that we're four years later. And just like what could have been is very strong in this book. You're like, oh, this is what inspired Casey McQuiston to write this partially, right? What was your question? <laughs> it was about your feelings towards the re-election sure. while, while reading a book in which the re-election was a happy thing right. or a thing that, that I was rooting for. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely rooting for it. And like, I think the the difference being like this book has a firmly seated female president and in that you know we were rooting for an old white guy but like you know look we had to root for an old white guy it was the lesser of some evils in some respects but like i it uh, yeah i like cheetos in a tiny fun-sized bag not in my political spheres copy that and this is our political prod- podcast cube <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is, I mean, there might be one more question I'm asking, but oh, yeah. it's political, Let's, but that's look, about it. When the half of the, well, when both of the main characters are in political seats, like they hold, I guess, would, I guess, in political, when a monarchy, yeah, sure, we're counting it close enough, tangential, like it's going to be part of the conversation. There are two Secret Service agents that follow Alex around. Uh, and I think they're in this reroute. I was like, oh, these are just really terrible secret service <laughs> agents. Like they're never like standing, like scoping out the thing. They're always just like hanging out like buddies, like friends. So do you agree, Amy and Cash, worst world's worst secret service people or not? Nah? Well, not worst worst, I would say. Okay. Uh, at least they're good people. Yes. You like them very much. Absolutely. They add great color to the background characters. Yes. There was one really like shoved in their moment about cash. Yeah. And the pansexual flag and I was yeah. or pin. And I was like, that was maybe like really shoved in there. And yeah. I did not need that to be shoved in there. I know what I'm saying. I'm headed there on purpose. But <laughs> But yes. yeah, short of that, they added good color. They have fun commentary. But yeah, the number of times they lose their charge is uh, far too many. They're at the like re-election conference. Where is it when you're waiting to hear if you win the thing? Whatever that is. The campaign headquarters. Yeah, but it's like a ballroom full of people. It's where they will make their concession or or acceptance speech. Like thousands of people and I know the location like it's it's I saw an opera there. So it seats hundreds of hundreds of people. And they're just like celebrating, jumping on chairs, hugging each other. Absolutely not watching the crowd at all. Yeah, at all. And I'm like, I guess I'll believe vetting happened. I guess. Yes. (laughs) 
or they're off duty like it's just the weirdest it was a little uh, that was a little unclear i agree yeah i mean there's something we haven't read any like secret service romances i'm sure they're out there i we're just sure. not i want to get technical i want to know shit <laughs> that's not a romance that's a manual for, <laughs> like read someone's bio oh or biography like like a, a what are they called a memoir is the word i'm looking for mm. read a, a memoir or an autobiography or an aunt that's where i was headed with that word that there. wasn't in my brain um yeah do one of those all right I want some romance. Ah, very good. Well, then. I want some, like, flash my badge. Flash my badge, baby. So you want the bodyguard, the book? Oh, yeah. I want... Yes. (laughs) Yes. I have... Yes. I I will also accept that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Great. You ready for next? Yes. Next, please. Okay. So, Raphael Luna Mm -hmm. felt like a setup for a bad guy. Yeah. Like, everything heading up to the reveal of why he's doing the things he's doing felt like we were setting up for a bad guy yeah. and up until that point it kind of felt like they, there wasn't a bad guy yeah. in the bunch well, and so except yeah. for the republican nominee yeah. who is the like the big bad of the world it mm-hmm. felt like not the specific bad in their circle you want to tell the people who Rafael Luna is? Oh, yes, that would probably be useful. So Rafael Luna was on the campaign trail with the current president in her first campaign. And Alex, the son, also interned with him and is pursuing a career in politics because of the relationship that he formed with this man who is an out latino younger democrat or independent yes. i was looking for the g word <laughs> yes he is he is out as a gay man thank you yes yeah i guess that is clearer because you can be out in all sorts of ways and uh and so it sort of gets set up that there's going to be this big reveal and he's going to be this terrible dude we don't want him to be because we like him yeah and we want him to be an upstanding character and then there is a big reveal at the end and we find out that he is in fact doing what he's doing, which is unethical, to bring down uh, a predator, a sexual predator. And in the process, he's ruining his own career to do so. And so he's not really a bad guy so much as he's he's sacrificing himself. Mutually assured destruction. Yes. And it's one of those things where I wish that there was more, like once it is revealed what he's doing, I needed more on the fallout from that i needed oh yeah like more more like you needed the autobiography i needed one more mention i don't even need a full chapter i need one more mention in a chapter about what happened to him because once we discover what's going on he is he's away from the page from there on out yeah so i suspect he had to sit on a lot of committee hearings and yeah what we just never like how does it affect his future campaigns right yeah, of course. Just like give us a little something, but it might be a really boring, like sitting on committees and. Well, that's what I mean. Like, if, if there's one more paragraph somewhere in there, and he got a really hot boy. Oh, right. Like, I just that's really all <laughs> I need. Mean. Like, yeah, can can we just get to uh, who like, is he, he kissing? Yes, he yeah. did all of this, mm-hmm. and we're very proud of his choices yeah. because they were so upstanding. But did did he make out with someone hot? Yeah. So, I mean, this leads into my next question is, where is the fucking sequel? And it's not a question for you. It's a a question for Casey. How dare she? Firstly. Secondly, where does she get off not writing the sequel? Uh, Sequel, please. 
because my question is to you, I think the sequel would be about the thruple of Alex's sister, June, their best friend, oh, what's her name? Nora. And um, then the sexy British philanthropist young guy with all the good fits. Fez. Mm, the best friend. The best friend. I can't remember. Pez. <laughs> it's a three-letter name. Uh-huh. And I, I'm pretty sure it's Pez. Okay. So I'm, I'm gonna fl- I'm flipping. Okay. As you're flipping, I will answer. Oh, so A, there are not enough mainstream thruple books. So yes, please and thank you. Yeah. For anyone who's like, should I make a thruple? The answer is always yes. And then here is here's the other thing that I have not read a lot about a non-relationship, a non-committed relationship book. Like, they're all sleeping with each other. They all know about it. Yeah. They're all good with it. They're all emotionally How adult. How to the book we're currently reading? I, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm halfway. I'm halfway. Okay. So, okay. yes. I mean, that's a little... It's got a little bit of that. Yeah. So... A spoiler alert for next episode. Yeah, right. So yeah, so that is the thing I would say is that I haven't really read too many books where like grown adults do grown adult things, and some of those things mm. are having multiple. Oh, you were right. It is Pez. Pez. I never. Uh, you said Pez, and I was like, like the candy. And yeah, my brain I never. Think his last name is Perez, and they shorten it to Pez. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, but yes, Pez. Pez. I mean, he seems lovely in a yeah. I, I have way too much money sort of way. Yes. Um, but maybe in the sequel, we also get the Rafael Luna, like... And, and boyfriend. And boyfriend. The, yeah, sorry, yeah. Multiples. Whatever. Whatever. Just like gay pride floating. Okay, like, that would redeem his image. Yes. Restore it back from the yeah. uh, thing that he did. Right, and then also like tiny underwear and like on the top of the float. I mean, I wasn't sure. Let's go there as well. I was thinking more along the lines of his character arc. You were thinking more along the lines of his um, happy trail arc. (laughs) Oh, no, no. I'm just thinking about shirtless men. Excellent. Shirtless men for the win. For your brain. For my brain. For For your brain. brain. For others' brains. That's true. Okay. Yes. Uh, Sort of on the... (laughs) This this segue is a little rough. You ready? Okay. So it's not a sequel, but there is a movie coming out right. of it. Yes. And did you know okay. that it is directed by Matthew Lopez? I did not know this until this very moment. And how does it make you feel? I'm worried that the movie is going to be six hours long. <laughs> okay, for those people who don't know who Matthew Lopez is, please look him up. He is a playwright and a screenwriter, and uh, his work is wonderfully yeah. complex uh, and primarily tells uh, queer stories and centers queer stories. So it's amazing. But sometimes his his most recent Tony-nominated play was seven and a half hours long. Yes, and we saw all seven and a half hours. The whole thing. We only needed the first three. Personally, I only needed the first three. I don't mean to speak for you. Yeah, I feel like I there is like a, a, a super cut yeah. that could happen. I, I mean, I ugly sobbed at the end of part one. Uh, the inheritance is what it's called. The oh, yes, I'm sorry. We skipped the... Yes, we skipped... Look, we're not doing names or titles or descriptions yeah, just anymore. Fo- follow us for more <laughs> tips on how to be vague. Or not. <laughs> That's I, I, see, I see, I see That's what you did. I see what Thank you did. You. There. Thank you. Um, so, uh, like... I am happy he's doing it. I'm happy that it is a queer man of color since Alex is, we haven't even talked about this, 
uh, half Latino. Oh, yes. Uh, Alex uh, Lopez, uh, Matthew Lopez is Lati- full Latino, half Latino. I'm not sure, uh, he is- but is Latino identifying. Yes. Um, and so, like, I'm glad that the representation is happening. I ha- Did he also write the screenplay? No, I don't think so. No, Ooh. no, someone else wrote the screenplay. I Hot believe. Take. Yes, I think someone else wrote the screenplay, and he's just directing it. Cool. Uh, but I am really excited for that. Does he have? Do you know if he has? I'm just going to ask you more hard questions. Do you know if he has any other directing credits? I didn't look that up. That is a good. That is a good question to ask. I just, Thank you know, you. yeah, I don't. I'm, I, I don't. Someone look it up, please. And thank you. <laughs> uh, it feels rude to pull my phone out in the middle of this. I mean, now that I'm about to ask you a question. Okay. All right. So in my reread, I it was wonderfully reminding me how good this book is at the Texas of it all. So I'm I'm from Texas, and like it was perfect. It was perfection. Every time they went back to Texas, I was like, this, I know exactly everything, and everything is pretty right like close enough right she even didn't write we took the i-35 like it's i-35 she didn't <laughs> california eyes it any of that like the there was some very lovely nuance there i could have gone with 50 percent more y'alls involved just throughout the book and there were some though there were some but it was like only when they were in texas not when uh, they were in the white uh, house that might be a comment on like yeah. the regimented way that everybody speaks in the white house yeah or even just code switching Oh, yes. Yeah. I know my Texas accent comes out when I am there because it's what you hear. Anywho, I was just like cozy. It's this book is cozy for me. And I'm I'm sure that that doesn't resonate with you. Like that Texas part probably doesn't land the same, obviously. Right. Uh, So kind of sidebar question. Has there been a book where it has where they've absolutely nailed something so like visceral for you? So this is not a fictional book. There, uh, There's a book, there's a cookbook slash travelogue called Black Sea. And it is by uh, a, a food, food writer from uh, Edinburgh, actually. Also, I have a question about the pronunciation of Edinburgh. Is it Edinburgh or Edinburgh? You're right, Edinburgh. Okay, great. Someone made me doubt that recently, and I was like, I am extremely sure I'm right. You should drown them in Worcestershire sauce. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, I'm so sorry. So this Edinburgh food writer went to Crane, to specifically to all of the places on the Black Sea coast, oh. and also to Turkey, and uh, some of the, uh, and to the Crimean um, Peninsula, and wrote recipes of the things that she tried there but also there are chapters about what it's like in the particular cities that she's in and this is the first time that i've read a non-native person of that of those lands talk about them in a way that i was like oh like they it's like it's one of those things where like she gets it so deeply that it's like so completely that i was like yes this is exactly this is the feeling of it Wow. Um, so I'm obsessed with her books. Black Sea is the first one, and then the second one is called Red Sands. Mm-hmm. And she goes to uh, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, like she goes to the stands, and she mm-hmm. eats a lot of delicious bread with stuff yes. inside. And there's a lot of recipes from those books that we use all the time. Wow. Yes. Yes, but not in fiction. Sure, sure. Black Seas and Red Sands reminds me of, um, isn't it a... Uh... 
almost the title of a, a Lynch Scott Lynch book. Red seas over black. It's it's close. It's something like that. The red sands. I was like, this is a Scott Lynch book. <laughs> so sorry, my nerd is showing. All good, but yes. So that 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 book very much so. Yeah. And then this isn't really homey in any sort of way because I'm not from New Orleans, but reading. Actually, I'm sorry, from Savannah, Georgia, because reading in the Midnight of Good and Evil. Right. Midnight, Midnight in, in the, the Garden, Garden of Good and Evil. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that title. Midnight yeah. in the Garden of Good and Evil really give me a sense of the place and like the magic mm-hmm. of the place. And I don't know if it was right or not. Yeah. But they're in Savannah, sure. Um, in Georgia for that book. And it made me want to visit Savannah and to like walk the streets and sweat the sweat <laughs> they describe because yeah it's yeah because yeah. that's what they that's what that book talks about but yes so those are those would be my two examples but what a yes. what a great question thank you y'all thank you so much <laughs> hey nice uh finn loves savannah it's one of his favorite cities he's had to travel to for work so oh. it's uh, I, yeah i think it is worthwhile to want to go to there excellent well i've only been to the airport why well, I me mean. <laughs> But I have yet to be. If we could judge cities by their airport. Oh, that would. Uh, L.A. is always under construction. Yes. I mean, L.A. is always under construction is not uh, an incorrect sentence. No, exactly. That yes. is spot on for the so, so, yeah, there you go. Amazing. Excellent. All right. Do you think this is a good love break? It. I love point? it for a break point. All right. Let's do it. Let's take a little break. We're going to take an intermission. When we come back, we will discuss our favorite moments from the book and if this book made us want to get naked. Just mashing button. (laughs) But I think I mashed all the correct ones. Uh, I didn't know this was a video game podcast. (laughs) That's right. Where I'm just mashing buttons and you're watching me do it. Amazing. Hey, it all came up. It it did. Yes. Um, In case you're not watching this, you're missing out on this hilarity of us having switched chairs. We're now in the opposite chairs from each other. I. It's one of those things where you're you think like do we usually walk and sit on the other sides of each other i feel like yes do i usually sit on your shaved side and not your hair flippy side like that can't be really true but it feel this feels so weird it feels weird this is this is weird this is weird hello and welcome to this episode (laughs) of aclandia this is episode two of season three we are talking about red white and royal blue we are and we're sitting on the wrong sides of each other (laughs) the winder shins of podcast there we go so do be prepared for some backwards yeah. situation. Absolutely. Also, do admire our similar haircuts because someone went to my stylist. True story. <laughs> True story. Well, mine moved away. So it was... Joke's on her, I guess. Clearly. Yeah. Okay. So like, h- how are you? What? It- Hi. What's life like? What are you? How? Okay. Life is absolutely madhouse. End of the year is ridiculous, both in terms of... Life outside of work and life inside of work, everything revolves around the the end of the year. And so there's this, like, today someone was like, bye, see you in the fall. And I was like, what are we even talking about? How 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 are we not? And I'm like, oh, right, because some, some people function on a nine-month schedule and we are we are there. Here, here we are, there we are. So very busy. I uh, did get haircut, drove halfway across town to do so, but I'm very happy I, I've done it. So yeah. thank you. And then you were halfway to my house already. So yes, so that worked out. 
to the podcasting cube. Uh, to the podcasting cube. Oh, that does sound good. Or we shouldn't rename it something else and better. If you have any suggestions of names, podcasting cube is just a draft. <laughs> How am I? I agree with you. The nine month thing is weird. Nobody puts away messages on their emails. It makes me crazy. Things are actually kind of slowing down for me. We're we're fully in summer mode and have been so for about a month. So, you know, I'm just plotting away at season prep and like I'm just actually getting things done without fires being dropped in my lap so it's nice and then like summer hours are good and traffic is still terrible so like you know same <laughs> excellent yeah same yeah well i'm sorry and also yay sure yeah sure we'll go with both of those yeah cover uh, all the bases yes all right should we to the book <laughs> to the book to the book and so here's the cover for red white and royal blue this is the original cover of the um u.s release of the book yes. so i imagine the uk but honestly i don't know uh yeah we don't do research <laughs> just a reminder this is not a research-based podcast also a reminder there will be spoiler oh yeah I'm, we're jumping right to the end for some of my things okay great yes Absolutely. same i basically ask you questions that reveal all the things yeah so in case you haven't read it yet a shut up pause yes. go read it come back we'll see you in six hours b i think is we always have spoilers yeah. so i hope you're ready yeah that's really where i was headed yeah but also unpause don't forget to unpause i mean come back we're hilarious you know what come back and at the end of the episode uh i will show you the french version of this book and it will be delightful so how about that it is it is worth the reveal it is worth it so yeah. so on, on come back unpause for for French. There you go. Yeah. Okay. The one thing that I have not been able to sort out in our podcasting new setup pod shed. What was it? Podcasting cube. 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 In the podcasting yeah. cube is how to get our timer yeah. to timer to, to show up on the screen. Yeah. So for those of you watching, enjoy the confusion. For those of you <laughs> listening, you will hear a timer just like we will. Uh, would you like to read the, Absolutely. uh, so this is, uh, red, white and royal blue in 30 seconds or less. All right. Three, two, one. The son of the first female identifying president of the United States accidentally has the hots for Prince he Henry, the spare son of the English monarchy. When Alex tries to come to terms with his attraction, he is also navigating his own political ambitions and his mother's bid for reelection. In a series of should they, shouldn't they, date, sleep together, keep it secret, we get to know that these two people both are at their sweetest, saddest, and horniest moments. We're not gonna, I'm not gonna get to this. Could an alliance between England and the US really prevent these two from happily ever after? Or is it just the excuse they're using instead of having to face the real feelings they have for each other? That's a very lovely blurb you wrote. Hey, you're welcome. In case it isn't abundantly clear, I am obsessed. Oh, yeah, deeply. I so sorry. I have not yet made it abundantly clear. Same Z's. Yes. So very, very obsessed with he, we. So like, I feel like we read this book right when it came out, or very soon after it came out. It definitely was the following year because okay. it was already 2020. In fact, I think it might have been my last book before the pandemic. I do oh. remember that I finished reading it on my way to you. I remember turning onto your street. Mm -hmm 
and getting to the fireworks at the end and being like, I should drive slower because I want to get to the very last page of my audiobook could be completely clear as that reading while driving, but I Uh didn't make Uh it sound like that was the case. It feels like this book has, I have loved this book for far longer than three years. Uh, Yes, possibly. But maybe that's just the magic of it. That is perhaps the magic of it. Yes. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it was 2019. We did read it early and it's like before the world knew how good it was. I feel like we were like the first wave Mm -hmm. of this book is good. Put, put away whatever you're reading and pick this one up instead. It has in the um, eon that it's been in my life, because that's what it feels like, has remained in the very highest top spots for me. Whenever people want a book recommendation, this one, I never have to remember the name. I never have to remember that it's Casey McQuiston. Like, it is the shit. Yeah, I would say that I'm a little jealous because you reread it recently and I did not have the time sure. or the chance to She's do so been crazy you mentioned it exactly She's, oh, it's been a little crazy but i'm like ooh, but i want to so very badly and yeah right just just do it again now having said that i remember all yeah. of it yeah and so and that to me is a sign of a, of a five-star book for me is yeah. if i can recall really like nitty-gritty details of a book and its characters way after i've read it and for this book it will have been three years at least if not more and like i was like hey remember this one thing and it was really deep in there so so in case yes it was really deep in there we will get to that after the break okay okay, okay. all right so uh i'm gonna start with my first question only if i can get my cursor over here to this place with the questions okay great so this book is set in preparation for the 2020 election in this fictional world yeah what were your feelings about reading a world where you were actually rooting for a president to get reelected? I think, well, like that is the magic of this book, right? So published in 2019, we're, you know, starting to think about reelections after the Cheeto, like getting the Cheeto out of there. And this book is the fantasy. Like what would it have been like if someone like Hillary had won? And that is like one of the levels of charm of this the the reread of it like it it's just so cozy just reread this because like i was waiting for the points that i really remember strongly and like they happen and they're still good and then there's coloring now that we're four years later and just like what could have been is very strong in this book you're like oh this is what inspired casey mcquiston to write this partially right what was your question (laughs) <laughs> it was about your feelings towards the re-election sure. while, while reading a book in which the re-election was a happy thing right. or a thing that, that I was rooting for. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely rooting for it. And like, I think the, the difference being like this book has a firmly seated female president. And in that, you know, we are rooting for an old white guy, but like, you know, look, we had to root for an old white guy. It was the lesser of some evils in some respects. But like, I, it, uh, yeah, I like Cheetos in a tiny fun-sized bag, not in my political spheres. Copy that. And this is our political prod- podcast, Cube. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is, I mean, there might be one more question I'm asking. That oh, yeah. Is political, Let's, but that's look, about it. When the half of the 
well, when both of the main characters are in political seats, like they hold, I guess, would I guess in political would a monarchy? Yeah, sure. We're counting it close enough, tangential. Like it's going to be part of the conversation. There are two Secret Service agents that follow Alex around. Uh, and I think they're in this rewrote. I was like, oh, these are just really terrible Secret Service agents. <laughs> Like, they're never, like, standing, like, scoping out the thing. They're always just, like, hanging out, like, buddies, like, friends. So do you agree, Amy and Cash, worst, world's worst Secret Service people or not? Well, not worst worst, I would say. Okay. Uh, at least they're good people. Yes. You like them very much. Absolutely. They add great color to the background characters. Yes. There was one really, like, shoved in their moment about Cash. Yeah. And the pansexual flag, and that was yeah. our pin. And I was like, that was maybe like really shoved in there. And I did not need that to be shoved in there. I know what I'm saying. I'm headed there on purpose. But (laughs) but yeah, short of that, they added good color. They have fun commentary. But yeah, the number of times they lose their charge is uh, far too many. They're at the like re-election conference where is it when you're waiting to hear if you win the thing whatever that is the campaign headquarters yeah but it's like a ballroom full of people it's where they will make their concession or or acceptance speech like thousands of people and i know the location like it's it's i saw an opera there so it seats hundreds of hundreds of people and they're just like celebrating jumping on chairs hugging each other absolutely not watching the crowd at all yeah at all. And I'm like, I guess I'll believe vetting happened. I guess, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or they're off duty? Like, it's just the weirdest. It was a little, uh, that was a little unclear. I agree. Yeah. I mean, there's something, we haven't read any like secret service romances. I'm sure they're out there. I, We're just sure. not. I want to get technical. I want to know shit. <laughs> That's not a romance. That's a manual. For, <laughs> like, read someone's bio. Oh. Biography. Like, like a, a, what are they called? A memoir is the word I'm looking for. Mm. Read a, a memoir. Or an autobiography. Or an aut. That's where I was headed with that word that there. wasn't in my brain. Um, yeah. Do one of those. All right. I want some romance. Ah, very good. Well, then. I want some, like, flash my badge. Flash my badge, baby. So you want the bodyguard, the book? Oh, yeah. I want... Yes. (laughs) Yes. I have... Yes. I I will also accept that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Great. You ready for next? Yes. Next, please. Okay. So, Raphael Luna Mm -hmm. felt like a setup for a bad guy. Yeah. Like, everything... Heading up to the reveal of why he's doing the things he's doing. Felt like we were setting up for a bad guy. And up until that point, it kind of felt like there wasn't a bad guy in the bunch. And so, except for the Republican nominee, who is the the big bad of the world, it Mm -hmm. felt like not the specific bad in their circle. You want to tell the people who Rafael Luna is? Oh, yes, that would probably be useful. So Rafael Luna was on the campaign trail with the current president in her first campaign. And Alex, the son, also interned with him and is pursuing a career in politics because of the relationship that he formed with this man who is an 
out Latino, younger Democrat or independent. I yes. was looking for the G word. <laughs> yes, he is. He is out as a gay man. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I guess that is clearer because you can be out in all sorts of ways. And uh, and so it sort of gets set up that there's going to be this big reveal and he's going to be this terrible dude. We don't want him to be because we like him. Yeah. And we want him to be an upstanding character. And then there is a big reveal at the end and we find out that he is, in fact, doing what he's doing, which is unethical, to bring down uh, a predator, a sexual predator. And in the process, he's ruining his own career to do so. And so he's not really a bad guy so much as he's a... He's sacrificing himself. Mutually assured destruction. Yes. And it's one of those things where I wish that there was more, like once it is revealed what he's doing, I needed more on the fallout from that. I needed. Oh, yeah. Like more. more, Like you needed the autobiography. I needed one more mention i don't even need a full chapter i need one more mention in a chapter about what happened to him because once we discover what's going on he is he's away from the page from there on out yeah so i suspect he had to sit on a lot of committee hearings and yeah what we just never like how does it affect his future campaigns right yeah of course just like give us a little something but it might be a really boring like sitting on committees and well that's what i mean like if, if there's one more paragraph somewhere in there and he got a really hot boy. Oh. Right? Like, I just, that's really all I need. Like, yeah, can can we just get to... Uh, Who like is he, he kissing? Yes. He yeah. did all of this. And we're very proud of his choices yeah. because they were so upstanding. But did, did he make out with someone hot? Yeah. So, I mean, this leads into my next question is, where is the fucking sequel? And I, it's not a question for you. It's a, a question for Casey. How dare she? Firstly. Secondly, where does she? get off not writing the sequel uh sequel please because my question is to you i think the sequel would be about the thruple of alex's sister june their best friend oh what's her name nora and um then the sexy british philanthropist young guy with all the good fits fez Mm, the best friend the best friend i can't remember pez <laughs> it's a three-letter name uh-huh and i i'm pretty sure it's pez okay so i'm, I'm gonna fl- i'm flipping okay as you're flipping i will answer oh, so a there are not enough mainstream thruple books so yes please and thank you yeah. for anyone who's like should i make a thruple the answer is always yes and then here is here's the other thing that i have not read a lot about a non-relationship, a non-committed relationship book. Like, they're all sleeping with each other. They all know about it. Yeah. They're all good with it. They're all emotionally How adult. How to the book we're currently reading? I, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm halfway. I'm halfway. Okay. So, okay. yes. I mean, that's a little... It's got a little bit of that. Yeah. So... A spoiler alert for next episode. Yeah, right. So yeah, so that is the thing I would say is that I haven't really read too many books where like grown adults do grown adult things, and some of those things mm. are having multiple. Oh, you were right. It is Pez. Pez. I never. Uh, you said Pez, and I was like, like the candy. And yeah, my brain I never. Think his last name is Perez, and they shorten it to Pez. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, but yes, Pez. Pez. I mean, he seems lovely in a yeah. I, I have way too much money sort of way. Yes. Um, but maybe in the sequel, we also get the Rafael Luna, like, 
and, be and boyfriend and boyfriend the, yeah sorry, yeah multiples whatever whatever just like gay pride floating okay like, that would redeem his image yes restored back from the yeah. uh, thing that he did right and then also like tiny underwear and like on the top of the float i mean i wasn't sure let's go there as well i was thinking more along the lines of his character art you were thinking more along the lines of his um Shirtless trail. Yeah. Arms. Oh, no, no. Arc. I'm just thinking about shirtless men. Ex- excellent. Yeah. Shirtless men for the win. I for your it, brain. For my brain. For, for your brain. brain. For others' brains. Is, is. Uh, that's true. Okay. Yes. Uh, sort of on the. <laughs> this, this segue is a little rough. You ready? Okay. So it's not a sequel, but there is a movie coming out right? of it. Yes. And did you know Probably. that it is directed? by matthew lopez i did not know this until this very moment and how does it make you feel i'm worried that the movie is going to be six hours long <laughs> okay for this week who don't know <laughs> matthew lopez is please look him up he is a playwright and a screenwriter and uh his work is wonderfully yeah. complex uh and primarily tells uh queer stories mm-hmm. and centers queer stories so it's amazing but sometimes his his most recent Tony nominated play was seven and a half hours long. Yes, and we saw all seven and a half hours. The whole thing. We only needed the first three. Personally, I only needed the first three. I don't mean to speak for you. Yeah, I feel like I there is like a a, a supercut. Yeah, that could happen. I, I mean, I ugly sobbed at the end of part one. Uh, the inheritance is what it's called. The oh yes, I'm sorry. We skipped the yes. We skipped. Look, we're not doing names or titles or descriptions. Yes, yeah, just fo- follow us for more <laughs> tips on how to be vague or not. <laughs> That's I, I, see, I see. I see what you did. I see what you Thank did. You. There. Thank you. Um. So, I uh, like. I am happy he's doing it. I'm happy that it is a queer man of color since Alex is, we haven't even talked about this, uh, half Latino. Oh, yes. Uh, Alex uh, Lopez, uh, Matthew Lopez is Lati- full Latino, half Latino? I'm not sure. Uh, he's... But is Latino identifying. Yes. Um, and so, like, I'm glad that the representation is happening. I mean, ha- Did he also write the screenplay? No, I don't think so. No. Ooh. No, someone else wrote the screenplay, Hot I believe. Take. Yes. I think someone else wrote the screenplay and he's just directing it. Cool. Uh, but I'm really excited for that. Does he have, do you know if he has, I'm just going to ask you more hard questions. Do you know if he has any other directing credits? I didn't look that up. That is a good, that is a good question to ask. I just, Thank you know, you. yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't. Someone look it up, please and thank you. Uh, it feels rude to pull my phone out in the middle of this. I mean, now that I'm about to ask you a question. Okay. All right. So in my reread, I it was wonderfully reminding me how good this book is at the Texas of it all. So I'm I'm from Texas, and like it was perfect. It was perfection. Every time they went back to Texas, I was like, this, I know exactly everything, and everything is pretty right like close enough right she even didn't write we took the i-35 like it's i-35 she didn't (laughs) california eyes it any of that like then there was some very lovely nuance there i could have gone with 50 percent more y'alls involved just throughout the book and there were some though there were some but it was like only when they were in texas not when they were in the white house that might be a comment on like the regimented way that everybody speaks in the white house yeah or even just code switching Oh, yes. Yeah. I know my Texas accent comes out when I am there because it's what you hear. Anyhow, I was just like, 
cozy. It's this book is cozy for me. And I'm I'm sure that that doesn't resonate with you. Like that Texas part probably doesn't land the same, obviously. Right. Uh, so kind of sidebar question. Has there been a book where it has where they've absolutely nailed something so like visceral for you? So this is not a fictional book. There, uh, there's a book, there's a cookbook slash travelogue called Black Sea, and it is by uh, a, a food food writer from uh, Edinburgh, actually. Also, I have a question about the pronunciation of Edinburgh. Is it Edinburgh or Edinburgh? You're right, Edinburgh. Okay, great. Someone made me doubt that recently, and I was like, I am extremely sure I'm right. You should drown them in Worcestershire sauce. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. I'm so sorry. So this Edinburgh food writer went to Crane, to specifically to all of the places on the Black Sea coast, oh. and also to Turkey, and uh, some of the, uh, and to the Crimean um, Peninsula, and wrote recipes of the things that she tried there but also there are chapters about what it's like in the particular cities that she's in and this is the first time that i've read a non-native person of that of those lands talk about them in a way that i was like oh like they it's like it's one of those things where like she gets it so deeply that it's like so completely that i was like yes this is exactly this is the feeling of it Wow. Um, so I'm obsessed with her books. Black Sea is the first one, and then the second one is called Red Sands. Mm-hmm. And she goes to uh, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, like she goes to the stands, and she mm-hmm. eats a lot of delicious bread with stuff yes. inside. And there's a lot of recipes from those books that mm-hmm. we use all the time. Wow. Yes. Yes, but not in fiction. Sure, sure. Black Seas and Red Sands reminds me of, um, isn't it a... Almost the title of a, a Lynch Scott Lynch book, Red Seas over Black. It's it's close. It's something like that. The Red Sands. I was like, this is a Scott Lynch book. <laughs> so sorry, my nerd is showing. All good, but yes. So that 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 book very much so. Yeah. And then this isn't really homey in any sort of way because I'm not from New Orleans, but reading. Actually, I'm sorry, from Savannah. Georgia, because reading in the Midnight of Good and Evil, right? Midnight, Midnight in, in the, the Garden, Garden of Good and yeah. Evil. Oh my gosh, that title! Midnight yeah. in the Garden of Good and Evil really give me a sense of the place and like the magic mm-hmm. of the place. And I don't know if it was right or not. Yeah, but they're in Savannah, sure, um, in Georgia for that book, and it made me want to visit Savannah and to like walk the streets and sweat the sweat <laughs> they describe. Because yeah, it's yeah, because yeah. that's what they that's what that book talks about. But yes, so those are those would be my two examples. But what a yes. what a great question! Thank you, y'all. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, nice. Uh, Finn loves Savannah. It's one of his favorite cities. He's had to travel to for work. So oh. it's uh, I, yeah, I think it is worthwhile to want to go to there. Excellent. Well, I've only been to the airport. Why well, I me? Mean. <laughs> But I have yet to be. If we could judge cities by their airport. Oh, that would. Uh, L.A. is always under construction. Yes. I mean, L.A. is always under construction is not uh, an incorrect sentence. No, exactly. That yes. is spot on for the so, so, yeah, there you go. Amazing. Excellent. All right. Do you think this is a good love break? It. I love point? it for a break point. All right. Let's do it. Let's take a little break. 
Thank you for joining us for an episode of Booklandia. For more Booklandia, follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at l.skyford, Twitter at skyfordl, and hit up our blog, lskyford.com. We love you to the moon and back, so don't forget to rate and subscribe. Our eternal thanks for the audio editing and support provided by Finnegan Murphy, who you can find on Twitter at Finnegan1, that's F-I-O-N-N-E-G-A-N, numeral one, and sometimes Sky herself. <laughs>